Hi guys, welcome to Haven on Earth. This is your first time listening. I'm super excited that you chose to listen to this episode. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. It's glad to have you back. And I'm glad that you chose once again to listen to this episode. So let's get right into it. episode we spoke about stress and um, dealing with stress basically um, the process of dealing with stress and decluttering now um, I mentioned something that dealing with stress the first thing to do is acknowledge that it's not something that you can do on your own getting out of a burnout is not something that you can do with your strength it's not something that you can do with your power you have to get to a point where you acknowledge that god i'm tired i'm weak i can't do this no more and the next step is trusting god to step in and take over now we're going to be examining one of your faves and my fave too and you see why i say it's important that we acknowledge that we can't go further anymore and acknowledge that by our own power we can't get out of our stressed phase we can't get out of our burnout phase and we need god's and we need god's help so today we're going to be examining elijah you know that guy that they're always using to tension us in the bible yes that same elijah that they've been using to taunt us and make us feel so inadequate um james says and james 5 17 elijah was a man with a nature like ours and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the ground on the land rather for three years and six months and he prayed again verse 18 and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its fruit yes that same elijah and the same elijah in first kings 18 that called down fire um and he and, and killed all the prophets of Baal. that amazing man elijah the same elijah that went to the widow of zarephath and god was able to do a multiplication miracle to him and it didn't just stop there that same elijah that even after the multiplication miracles i did for the widow of zarephath we see that a healing took place and um, let's just go right there I'll tell you where I'm going into so much detail. Um, that should be 1 Kings 17. After 1 Kings 17, 17. Now to give you a backstory, um, Elijah called a drought upon the land. He said it should not rain and it did rain for three years and six months. And basically there was a drought, there was a famine, there was not enough food, there was not enough water. And even Elijah was famished. He needed a place to stay, he needed food to eat. And God sent him to Zarephath to meet a widow. And God told him to go and meet the widow, basically. He went to meet the widow and it turned out that the widow had just enough for her and her son to eat and die, you get. And then Elijah told this woman to take a leap of faith. Rather than you and your son eating this one meal and dying, 
why not trust God enough to give me what is in your hand and trust God to multiply this and so she gave and there was a multiplication miracle but then we see in verse 17 that after all these things that the son of the woman who owned the house became sick and his sickness was so serious that there was no breath in him long and short of the story the guy died and she said to elijah what i what have i to do with you O man of god have you come to me to bring my sin to remembrance and kill my son the irony you know the funny irony of this thing is that she was going to die with her son she planned that her and her son would eat and they would die right and then the son dies afterwards after there was food the flour did not get used up the jar of oil did not run dry for days and then her son died and she says um oh man of god have you come to bring my sin to remembrance i'm like ah, ah, madam well so you can't talk your mouth anyway <laughs> all that aside and God used Elijah to perform a resurrection miracle. He didn't just heal this boy. The boy came back to life. Now we see this amazing man of God that did a resurrection, pronounced a dross, brought rain back. God using for multiplication, multiplications. And that's just one of many things. The same Elijah that outran a hustle. You guys, he outran a horse, a chariot rather. This is Elijah, and then we go to First Kings 19, and we see this from verse 1. And Ahab told Jezebel all Elijah has done, and how he executed all the prophets with the sword. And Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, Let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow. One of them, meaning the prophets of Baal. Remember, he didn't just call down fire to make a mockery of their God. He also slew all the prophets of Baal. And Jezebel heard about this, and she says that the way you um, killed them, just be prepared to die in the same way. And verse 3, when he saw that, I'm reading 1 Kings 19, when he saw that, he arose and he ran for his life, Baba Jaffa, <laughs> and he went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. Even Jaffa left his servant. It's like, <laughs> this race is one man, every man to himself. You depend for myself. And verse 4. And he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and he came and sat down under the broom tree. Now this is where I'm going to. And he prayed that he might die. <laughs> yes, so you people, your faith, your Elijah, the man of fire, <laughs> he prayed that he might die. Elijah was exhausted up to the point where he was ready to die. You don't believe me? He said, it is enough, I quote, now, Lord, take my life, for I'm no better than my father's. Baba had had enough. He said, I can't come and kill myself. God, just, just kill me. I'm not doing it again. Why would Elijah, this prophet that God has used in so many ways, that God has been using to do miracles upon miracles, wonders upon wonders, sign upon sign, get to a point where he says, it's enough. God, just take my life because I'm no 
better than my father's it's crazy and it brings us to the topic of a burnout so i read somewhere someone defined a burnout as when the demands placed on you exceed the resources that are available to you and i felt it's really more than that it's more than when the demands placed on you exceed the resources that are available to you i would define it as when you have depleted all the strength you have and you don't have the capacity to carry out any other any other activity or you don't have the capacity in terms of strength to meet your demands or the needs that are placed upon you. Elijah had been going non-stop. He was walking one after the other, one miracle upon miracle, from calling down a dross to performing miracles with the widow at Zarephath to taunting the prophets of Baal, the whole um, event where, mind you, they were killing prophets before that. If you read 1 Kings 18, 1 Kings 17, you see that um, Jezebel and Ahab had come in terror in the land. They were going after the prophets of God and everyone was on the run. Like Ahab was constantly sending people to look for Elijah and they couldn't find him. And then Elijah presented himself to the servant of Ahab and told him that, Oh, go and tell your master that you have seen me. And this servant was a diligent servant. He had even helped some of the prophets that were being killed to hide. He hid like a um, hundred prophets so that they would not be killed by Jezebel. And the guy is like, Baba, have I not been good enough? I've been a good child of God. I've been helping the ministry. And he won't send me to my death. I should not tell Ahab that I've seen you. So when he comes, we will not see you again. Shabba and leave me here to die. And Elijah was like, no, go and tell him that you've seen me. The guy, so the king comes and he meets Elijah. And you think that after everything Elijah has done, he's like, okay. Let's call it truce. I'm waving the white flag. I'll bring back the rain. You stop your reign of terror. Hey, you guys get it. I'll bring back the rain. You stop your reign of terror. <laughs> and that is that. We all go our separate ways. No harm done. No foul. No harm. But no. Instead, Elijah issues a challenge. Gather your prophets. I will come. I'm the only one left. Let's do a challenge. Let's see whose God is the God. Mind you, they were there from morning to night. After that, Elijah called down fire. It didn't end there. They were there from Wednesday night. So even up, up to the next day, Elijah was there slaying the prophets of Baal. Do you know how many prophets he killed? Let me get the accurate amount so that you just get an idea of how much work this guy had been doing. He was doing too much. If doing too much was a person, his name would have been Elijah. So Elijah slew all these prophets, not one, not two, not hundred, not two hundred, four hundred and fifty prophets of Baal. After that, Baba Elijah did not rest. Like I said, if doing so much was a person, his name was Elijah. Did he rest? No, he still went to go and taunt Ahab. And this is after being there from morning to night, after joining the children of Israel to slay all these people about to rest after that he outran the chariot of Ahab 
So this guy was walking non-stop, constantly expending energy without a time to rest. It makes sense that he was burnt out to the point where he's like, God, I don't do, I'm tired, it's enough, just take me now, I'm not in a game. So I feel like at some point, some of us have been there. This same situation that Elijah was in, where he had overworked himself to the point of burning out, to the point where he had no strength, he had totally depleted his energy reserve to the extent that he had no strength, no capacity in terms of strength to fulfill the demands that were upon his life. The reason why is that some of us think that we can't get burnt out doing the work of God. We think that because you're doing God's work, because it's for the ministry, it's for the kingdom, you can't get burnt out. Don't be deceived. Just look at Elijah. I'm even still coming back to Daddy Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And I'm saying this, the Bible says that for all scripture, all scripture are given to us for a reason. There's a reason that this stories there's a reason that these things are put in the bible they're not just put there so that we can read and have good laughs that puts that the bible says in second timothy 3 from verse 16 to 17 all scripture is given by the inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good unto all good works so there's a reason why this scriptures are in the bible there's a reason why there is a writing about elijah and distress and his burnout because everything in the bible is for our good everything in the bible is to instruct us is to doctrinate us is to discipline us is to teach us in righteousness so that we may be furnished unto good works we need to understand that even in doing the work of god even in doing the work that god has sent us to do there is an ability to get burnt out i explained in the last episode that you cannot deal with a burnout on your own so how did elijah overcome this season of a burnout first kings 19 from verse 5 or from verse 4 but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree and he prayed that he may die and said it is enough now lord take my life for i'm no better than my father's then as he lay down and slept under a broom tree an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. First thing I want you to notice is Elijah left his servant behind. He went on what I would call retreat. So I'm going to give you four principles or four, four hours. The four hours to recovering from your burnout. The first one is retreat. First thing you need to do is when you discover that you're at a point where you're the lowest of low, that's not the time to go and start ranting to friends or the time to go and start, I don't know, ranting on social media or basically surrounding yourself with people that probably cannot relate or will probably bring your spirits down lower. 
it's a time to retreat and actually complain to the one that can do something about your condition. That is what we see Elijah doing. He went away to a place where he knew nobody else was, to a place where he knew they'd have fellowship with God. Yes, he wanted to die. Yes, he was burnt out. But he didn't tell this to anyone else. He didn't post on social media, oh, I'm done with this life. I want to die. The point is that if you're on social media, if you're around people at a point where you're burnt out, you will see more reasons to be burnt out. You will see more reasons to want to kill yourself or more reasons to give up but once you go to god you find the strength that you need to pick it back up to pick up your strength to pick up your convictions and start all over so the first thing is to retreat elijah retreated and in his point of retreating he retreated to meet god retreated to talk to god the next thing is rest after retreating Elijah said, now God, take my life for I'm no better than my father's. What did he do next? Did he get a rope and hang himself? Nope. The next thing he did was he lay down and slept. It is important to rest. Minister of God, child of God, M-O-G, W-O-G, woman of God, man of God, man of fire, woman of power, pray you, fire you. It is important to rest. As much as you're doing the work of God, as much as you're trying to make money to progress the kingdom, trying to do things to progress the ministry, it is important to rest. Sometimes you just need to take a break from all that work and sleep. Sleep can go a long way into relieving anxiety and stress. Sometimes what is actually stressing you out is an overworked mind, an overstretched mind. Your mind has reached the breaking limit and you need to rest. So my next R is rest. Retreat, rest. Next in verse 5, then as he lay down and slept under a broom tree, Suddenly, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. That brings me to my next hour. Replenished. And he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came back to him the second time and said to him, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you so he arose and he ate and drank and he went in the strength of that food for 40 days and 40 nights as far as Horeb, the mountain of god hallelujah i read spiritual food is important but sometimes physical food is just as important it is so amazing actually to constantly fast to constantly keep watch over our bodies truly fast sorry guys truly fast to submit ourselves to god to submit ourselves to the leading of the holy spirit by giving ourselves to god in a fast but sometimes especially at times when we're stressed out when we're burnt out it is necessary to eat it is necessary to replenish your resources 
your body needs rest your body needs food as my people will say body no be fire wood okay chop even the angel had to wake him up to eat not once but twice and he said something eat because the journey is far sometimes what you need to get that boost back what you need to get out in the out of the place of a burnout it's just a good rest and a good sleep replenish your resources i'm talking both spiritual food and physical food eat up regain your strength brings me to my last r recovery so and just in case you are thinking that oh this is just elijah even jesus himself had to retreat we see in matthew 14 which is now uh, one of the most popular scriptures in the bible that is the beginning of the sermon on the mount from verse 13 when jesus heard it when jesus heard that john the baptist has been beheaded his cousin they kill him that's enough to stress anybody out to the point of a burnout he departed from there and went by boat to a deserted place by himself now the multitude followed him when they heard he had gone to a deserted to a deserted place by himself but it's important to know that when he had a very stressful event in his life he recognized the need to retreat so like i said retreat rest replenish and recover so how do we get to the point of recovery after retreating after resting and after replenishing we're going back to first kings so back to first kings from verse 9 and there he went into a cave and spent the night in that place there as in Horeb, the mountain of god and below and behold rather the word of the lord came to him and he said to him what are you doing here elijah so he said i have been very zealous for the lord of hosts for the children of israel have forsaken your covenant torn down your altars and killed your prophets with the sword I alone am left and they seek to take my life. What Elijah did was he reminded God what he had done and how he got into the situation of being born out in the first place. And then he listened. God said to him, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, obedient. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke the rock into pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in the mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And suddenly a voice came unto him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord of hosts because of the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars and killed your prophets by the sword. I alone am left and they seek to take my life. And the Lord said to him, go, 
return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Hazael as king over Syria, and it goes on and goes on and goes on. So we see what happened. Elijah retreated. He rested. He was replenished. And because of that, his mind was clear enough that he could recognize God. Guys, it is so important to rest, to take care of your body. Because sometimes we can't hear God. We can't feel God. We can't recognize how God moves when we're burnt out. When your body is replenished enough, it sets you well on the way to recovery. And recovery is rounded up by obedience to the word of God. God is with us at every point in time. He's with us even in the midst of our burnouts. Isaiah 40 verse 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. After eating, after being replenished, Elijah went to the cave and waited, and God spoke to him. It's important that we seek God in the place of a burnout. It's important that we seek to hear from God because the instructions that God gives us in that moment are what will transport us from the lowest moment to the highest moment of our lives. So guys, it's been an amazing episode and it would extend past this if I continue. So I'm going to stop here. But I'm going to leave us with a scripture. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with which was with me. Now this is Apostle Paul speaking. He says that even though I walked, even though I walked more than everyone else, there's one thing I recognize in my life and that's what keeps me going, the grace of God. We need to acknowledge that we can't do things of our own strength. We can't do things of our own power. We need the grace of God to keep us going. And God will help us in Jesus' name. So, guys, have an amazing night. And God bless you. Next episode, we're going to be discussing the life of Jesus and how he dealt with a burnout. And I think that is what we'll use to round up the series. So, just in conclusion, I said four hours retreat rest replenish and recover if you haven't listened to other episodes please do if you're on apple podcast please listen leave a review and share bye bye